0: The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now.
1: All right, shall we roll? We shall. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and playing offense and defense. Wow. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have cinematic comics to discuss and a whole bunch of news. Who's lots of news, lots of news. Yes. So playing both sides of the ball. Yes, yeah, there, there's there's some wow. things that are offensive and some things that are being defended. <laughs> Let's uh, be honest,
0: there's a lot of stuff that's yeah, offensive. Come but,
1: on. Uh, but but actually, the, the defensive refers to the defense. Defenders, the which Defenders, which are uh, friends out there who enjoy Marvel's adaptations with Netflix on uh, some other comic oh, properties. Yeah. The oh, Defenders yeah. is dropping on August 18th. Yes. Very exciting, especially for those of us who love Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, uh, those separate miniseries mm-hmm. that uh, have, have come out in the past couple of years. They are part of the Defenders. So. And so is
0: Iron Fist, but Iron Fist is not getting very good reviews. Yeah,
1: Iron Fist had some problems, I think, and a lot of people found that particular series lackluster. Daredevil. Right. Daredevil. Uh, we've had two seasons of Daredevil on Netflix, and he is also a—Matt uh, Murdoch is uh, on the Defenders team. Yes, uh, indeed. So for people who are wondering what are they talking about, the Defenders is one of the Marvel superhero teams. Right.
0: Technically the B superhero team, but— I take offense Yeah, where
1: yeah, of the Avengers are A, the Defenders, right, or B. exactly. And as part of of this giant Marvel Cinematic Universe map that they have sat down, and that comic company has figured out where all their properties are, which is movies are being made when, how they intersect with each other. Right. It's a phenomenal bit of planning. And I, I went on, and there's so many Marvel Cinematic Timeline charts on the web now, where if you're wondering, well, where does Iron Man 2 fit into oh boy. the— people have done I mean look at this we have one here in the studio and this thing is like a D-Day map you Jesus. know there's the five beaches right there oh my gosh uh just the planning, and they've got the years when these are coming out, and everything's very methodical. And they're like, like
0: lines going from movie to movie. Yeah, what kind of where,
1: and they've this. got this, you know, the Infinity Stone thing is going on with Guardians of the Galaxy and some of the other Marvel. Yeah,
0: they've got the TV stuff in here.
1: Property, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., people forget about that. Agent right. Carter, which I still mourn. Yes, They really absolutely. get Hayley Atwell and, and Agent Carter back as, as far as I'm concerned.
0: And the thing, the difference between what Marvel's doing what what DC's doing is that Marvel's universe is... Are connected. Yes, there is. It's a tenuous connection. You know, it's like a passing reference, or occasionally on Agents of Shield. You know, some, but they are connected. The DC universes are completely separate.
1: And the DC approach to movies and TV properties. I mean, DC is is, is trying to keep up in its some way. They've got those Greg Berlanti shows on on the CW, which, some, which I you love. I love. And they've got Justice League coming out, and Wonder Woman was phenomenal. Absolutely, the Batman phenomenal. Superman franchises uh, are subject to opinion, but you don't feel that DC really has this giant master plan, uh, at least maybe not up to speed with Marvels. because like Green Lanterns, randomly do a Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. Oh my God, that was so bad. And you didn't really feel like it had a place, whereas if you go and see a Marvel movie like Guardians of the Galaxy and they Mm -hmm. have little bits either in the end or references to something and it's like, oh, that's going to be in that, or you see... The Civil War, where they've got the young Spider-Man in there. And, you know, he's going to come up when he had his movie this summer. Right, right. It's, so you really feel like there is a master plan behind It's all very this.
0: comic book-like, to yes. be blunt. I mean, it's very comic book Yes, this book-like. is the age
1: of crossovers and team books. and I got
0: to tell you, though, the TV stuff is where I get a charge. I don't like the movies. B- besides maybe Ant-Man, Wonder Woman was fantastic on the DC side. But the TV landscape is what's blowing me away. Is that
1: because the TV shows give them a chance to tell a more complex story through multiple episodes?
0: And also you get character development, which is sorely lacking in the movies. Yeah. I mean, the the, the comic movies are so one-dimensional. Even Wonder Woman, let's be blunt. Wonder Woman is a real one-dimensional character.
1: Yeah, and so. and the movie was it was for origin stories. It was start with the origin stories. Exactly. We'll see if she can can branch out beyond that. I thought Gal Gadot did a a good job with the, the job. character, no, but absolutely. yeah, to your you know, to your point, it, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, everyone kind of knows their mythology. Right. They kind of have to start at that and then move into any kind of complexity, but the TV shows you really see Time to develop. I noticed it with Jessica Jones in the first season of that. Especially with Jessica Jones. The Luke Cage show, which was very, very good and beautifully shot. Uh, And just having those extra little bits. And and there's always been the the critique that, well, maybe when they do 13 episodes in a Netflix show, that's too much and you see the filler episodes. Mm -hmm. The thing with the Defenders is it's eight episodes. And so they have no room to really mess around with pointless stuff that's not going to go anywhere. It has to be – every beat has to kind of propel the story. And the previews of the uh, series have been getting really good reviews. Excellent. Now, the comic nerds are saying that the Defenders, this gets the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe back to where it should be. It's a really tight, compelling show. There's good chemistry between the four superheroes.
0: And the characters are fully developed. Yes. We understand why Jessica Jones is the way she is. Why Matt Murdock does what he does. Even what, you know, Danny Rand, why he does what he does. But you don't, I don't have that connection to the characters with, you know, Bruce Wayne or or any of the big three in the movie franchises. Yeah. It's just a lot of explosions and big fights. And, and dark settings. explosions. Dark exciting. explosions, exactly, exactly. Obviously, Wonder Woman's an exception because, you know, first off, we haven't seen this story. Before, yeah, we've seen took the him seventy-six
1: Super- years to get her on the big exactly. screen.
0: Exactly, we've seen the Superman story a thousand times before, Batman a thousand times before. This was fresh. This was new. It was a female character who kicked ass and took names. But when you compare it to Supergirl on TV. I I watch Supergirl as goofy and campy as it is and I will choke up yeah. watching this during a scene. Well, the actress Melissa
1: Benoit very good in the part. Absolutely
0: great part. The same thing with The Flash. Even to an extent Green Arrow, I've grown to like— So you watch Arrow. I do. I absolutely do. I've grown to like that character. Really, I started watching Arrow because that's the show that connects all the other DC shows. Yeah. So, And and DC Legends of Tomorrow. That's just a pure, way-out fun show. The Marvel shows on Netflix, though, they're darker, they're grittier— but they're about New York. Yes. Which is what I loved about and the Defenders. Film it here. Yes, they film it here. And that's what I loved about the Defenders in the first place. The Defenders I loved because the Avengers were global and they were out in the space fighting the Krull and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Meanwhile, the Defenders are beating on, you know, Wilson Fisk. They're the home team. Exactly. They were a very New York-centric team, although I kind of wish they had Doctor Strange, yeah. who was an original Defender, and the Hulk was a Defender, yeah, too. Yeah, well,
1: but. I guess the Hulk is in the Thor movie. Yeah, he's
0: uh, in the, he's, well, he's Thor. also on the big team.
1: Yeah, and, and, big and, team. and Doctor Strange is, is going to be in that, too, right? Yes, okay. he is. Yes, They're so.
0: throwing everybody in there. Doctor Strange was a good movie, too.
1: Yeah, that was, I, that was, I was not expecting that one to be... But
0: again, look at, look at what's happening here. Doctor Strange was a good movie. We've never seen the character before. We have no history. It was something new. Ant-Man, something new. Guardians of the Galaxy, completely fresh and new. Meanwhile, Superman again? Yeah. Spider-Man
1: again? Yeah.
0: Batman 5,000 times in the last 20 years?
1: Yeah, and some of us really just like the Chris Nolan version. And, uh, oh, yeah, Happy could have lived yeah, with that, exactly. but uh, now we have to, to come back
0: and have more. But the thing about Netflix is they're going all in on the comic book world.
1: yeah. Yeah, because they bought Malar World, uh, Malar this, World this week. They... kick
0: Wanted, Nemesis. The point is that this guy is the real deal. I mean, they're comparing him to Stan Lee back in the day. And for Netflix to buy into, or rather just straight up buy, his comic properties speaks volumes uh, about to me about how they want to create their own comic universe. I don't know about that because, I mean, to be blunt... I think a lot of people are tired of comic book movies. I mean, yeah, I mean, regular mainstream, right? Yeah, mainstream, mainstream users.
1: Uh, the nerds are always going to have right. something to say about them, good or bad. Exactly.
0: I mean, b- folks like us are going to pop about any comic book movie probably that comes out. But, you know, regular movie goers. OK, this is another superhero movie, another superhero TV show. Come on. The CW has like 50 million. They've got another one coming out. Black Lightning.
1: He had a great costume in the comics, that high collar and the lightning bolts.
0: Lo- I don't know if he has a collar in this, but... Uh, who's playing him? Do we know? Cress Williams, I think, is the actor's name. But, come on. They're going to the well. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, Black okay.
1: Lightning is pretty deep in the canon. Yeah, I mean, it's say. pretty
0: deep. Yeah, let's let's be honest. He's yeah. no Superman, that's for sure.
1: But he, he did get some action in a bunch of the team books, and... Uh, Absolutely. I think he had his own series for a while, didn't he? In the-
0: it's a real good character. Yeah. You no know, Joe But... Again, you know, how much sticking power? The thing about Wonder Woman is, yeah, we don't know the character, but she's familiar. Yeah. Same thing with Aquaman and all those other characters. Oh, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to the Aquaman movie.
1: Really? Did yeah. they, Well, they, they butched him up. I mean, he got rid of the green tights and the orange outfit, and he's <laughs> he got this up. sort of fish scale-like, <laughs> right, and right, this right. kind of like bad attitude and whiskey bottle Aquaman, Yeah, exactly,
0: but. exactly. But you know they're going to jump the shark when they do a Plastic Man movie. That's when I'm yeah. out. They ever do a Plastic Man movie? I have issues with the Plastic
1: Man Yeah, all right. So so no Plastic Man for I you. I have never liked
0: it. Never liked it. All you got to know is that he was a big star in the Super Friends.
1: Yeah. Okay? That means the Wonder Twins could be coming back. The it? Wonder Twins. Oh, boy. Yeah,
0: what yeah. was the little What the, the little character they had?
1: The, the little monkey. Uh, oh,
0: man, really? That just hurts that just hurts it was the
1: 70s it was Everyone indeed watched yeah actually was yeah it? But the Defenders were all... I'm intrigued. Uh, intrigued. August 18th is when that drops. It's only eight episodes. You could binge it in a weekend. Definitely. That
0: gives me time to watch the other shows because I've not finished uh, Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. Yeah, they're
1: both very good. And uh, as a New Yorker, Luke Cage especially is filmed so wonderfully uh, because I shot most of it up in Harlem. It's got this beautiful golden glow. And Jessica Jones uh, filmed around the city too. There were some locations in Union Square that if you are familiar with that part of the city, you see them in a cafe that's over on the east side of the square. It's a heavy show, though. Yeah, it's it's well, it 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 deals with the effects of trauma and very serious uh, serious undertones there. It's not you know biff bam pow. Girlfriend has some issues here, (laughs) so it's. but David Tennant's in it, so if, if Man, you're a fan yeah, yeah, even when he's completely evil, he's always great. Yep. Just an, another Marvel series coming out, it just, it made me go to that map that I vaguely remembered someone had had gathered all of the information mm-hmm. and put it on a, some kind of visual chart, and you just realize this thing, just it's thread after thread of Marvel right. character and Marvel series all overlapping, and it's making one big, giant world.
0: Well, the, the last point before we get into the news is that the one thing I fear about the whole Marvel thing is that they're so locked into this now. Right, even if the the if even if they stop dropping stinkers,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is bound to happen, yeah, they're just going to barrel along until it's just like, oh, please, just put a bullet in it, you know? Just then, stop. yeah, it's
1: just like you get to Sharknado Five. Yes,
0: exactly. Just stop.
1: Yeah. Well, let's hope the quality maintains uh, for as long as it can. And, and hope- I think if they, if they if you pay attention to the scripts. And while we'll cast actors, you know, a lot of these stories are timeless. But, yes, you know, it if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. So it, you got to right. have the writing down and you just can't be phoning this stuff in. They'll like, oh, go throw in a fight scene. They'll love it. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, just like we do here in the yeah, Protect yeah. Jam.
1: It's like, no solid characters with logical development. Yes. So, again, uh, The Defenders on uh, August 18th. They're on uh, Netflix. And we'll be back in just a moment with a whole bunch of news, including some news from Space. <laughs> Is this the news time? It is the news well, time. Well, let's do the fun stuff first, because uh, you always scare the crap out of me. No, no. Well, this I, there are four like space related NASA oh, items. Nice. NASA yeah. has had an amazing month so yes, far, they have. and it's a huge month for fans of outer space. First of all, as you may have heard, even from our show a couple weeks ago, there's a total solar eclipse across part of the United States on August the twenty first, and I guess some areas, uh, including up here in New York, will see a partial eclipse. Just um, a partial, yeah. Yeah, but but the people who will get the full one is called the Path of Totality. Ooh, that's, that, that's the the name that the, the media is calling it, um, and that's I, where the actually, moon. That was a comic book series too. I believe it, it was, an arc? and the name of your third album, an arc. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the path of totality. Yes, uh, but that is where the moon fully butts in front of the sun, creating a darkness that really used to spook folks back in the days before they knew what, I, what I eclipses can, were. Kind of still spooks me, you know. Yes, and and this path of totality, uh, I believe the the eclipse starts sort of in Oregon, and then it does this swoop uh, diagonally across the continental United States, and then going through Nebraska, comes out in South Carolina, and and then moves on. Sort of so, like El Nino. Uh yeah, kind of you know following the jet stream <laughs> except it's the sun. All right. And uh, many cities and towns along the route are planning eclipse parties. Uh, the New York Times even put out a special section of the Sunday paper devoted to the event. Nice. And, you know, don't look at the sun directly, and and just all of the history of eclipses and all that. Um, we'll have links on the show page if you want to check to see if the coast-to-coast eclipse uh, it will be visible in your area because we have listeners all over the world. Yes, we do. Um, trivia buffs also point out that the last time an eclipse touched both American coasts was in 1918. So really? it's been a while since we've had one of these... Uh, Big old path of totality. things. Yeah. wasn't there a world war going on back then? Uh, I believe it, it was. It was winding down. It was winding uh, down. Yeah. Well, November uh, 1918, I believe, is when they got all armistice about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, well, it looks like yeah, we're going to be winding up. But that's a totally different. Yeah, podcast. yeah. But but yeah, the, the war with Passchendaele. Uh, that right. battle started in July and kind of wrapped up in November. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. So oh, yeah. so yeah, the, this would have been and the Spanish flu was very big back then too. <laughs> um, yes, it was. So so it's been a long time it since we've had a one of these. Very so. long time. Yes. So that's exciting uh, for some people. Now, uh, a recent job posting at NASA also got a lot of attention last week. It seems the agency is looking for a planetary protection officer. Before you ask, no, this is not an intergalactic border patrol oh, or space ranger kind of gig. I on, know you wanted it to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's also not a new job, but I guess they don't advertise for a planetary protection officer very often. Do they need a thinkfluencer? I want to be a thinkfluencer. I don't for know. NASA. I did not see that on the NASA job board, but we're going to have a link to this job. So oh, maybe, okay. maybe you go and, and look there. I'll check uh, it out. But, but the planetary protection officer is actually a biology related position where one of the main tasks is to make sure that during NASA missions... Earthly microbes don't contaminate potentially uh, habitable environments. So, we don't take our lousy Earth germs and go (laughs) destroy some other planet. It's like the Prime Directive. You know, you got to leave it as you found it. And then when a mission happens to bring back samples from outer space, uh, Mm -hmm. say we get some rock dust from from a comet or something, the planetary protection officer uh, has to make sure that that dust or rocks or whatever was brought back from outer space does not contaminate the earth with like an alien plague or something. This was a
0: Doctor Who episode, I
1: think. Right? I think it was, yes. Yeah. So so a little bit of just coming and going and making sure that the germs don't come in or or, or go out. Uh, great title though. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I great mean just title. imagine the, the having that on your protection. resume. Uh, I would have a jacket.
0: Satin jacket.
1: Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah completely exactly. embroidered on the back. Oh yeah. Now, according to Space.com, NASA said the job posting has generated a lot of excitement, including uh, from a young Jack Davis, a fourth grader from New Jersey and self-described guardian of the galaxy. (laughs) Yes. In a letter to the agency, Davis said he was fit for the job because his sister thought he was an alien, among other qualifications. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Leave it to the sisters. Yes. Now, the salary range for the job is uh, between about $124,000 a year up to $187,000, probably commensurate with experience. Well, yeah, the more planetary protection... Yeah, uh, you, you, you get the higher end of that salary of course, range. Yeah. Um, and the deadline to apply is Monday, August 14th. So uh, you better get cracking if you do want to apply. Just one, one note here, there is a drug hmm. test. There's a... Okay, okay so, fair enough. To, just so you know that going in, but uh, it looks like a great job. You probably get a window office, too. Nice.
0: Satin jacket,
1: though. Yeah, God. yeah, a satin jacket and, and a NASA parking spot. You know. <sighs> nice. So so, so that's uh, one of the items there uh, related to NASA. Um, Planetary one?
0: Protection Officer.
1: Yeah, that just needs to be a movie. or a...
0: Could be like a Judge Dredd helmet. I would yeah. wear a Judge Dredd helmet and have one of those voice activated. Yeah,
1: s- like... Space microbes <laughs> you won't get by me. This is the Planetary <laughs> Protection Office. Yes. Stand
0: down, my Wipe your feet.
1: It's yes.
0: <laughs> so like my grandma, then. Yeah, exactly. She was the first Planetary <laughs> Protection Officer.
1: Yes, just imagine the Planetary Protection Chonkla. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, my yes. Girl, boom.
0: Oh, please. Yes, yes. That, that's an interstellar weapon right there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Uh, now, uh, another one of NASA's uh, famous employees just celebrated five years on the job. Really? The Curiosity rover landed on the surface of Mars on the night of August the 5th, 2012, after a very dramatic landing that sent members of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory uh, whooping and hollering into yes. the night. We talked about this very early in our show because yes, uh, we we've been did. doing this since 2012. Since forever. Yes. Uh, we've been around. Uh, Actually, somebody
0: say. posted an old episode of ours from 2007.
1: Really? Before our voices on, changed? Before our voices
0: <laughs> <laughs> changed on Twitter. It was so weird. Oh, man. It was from the uh, from the show we used to do for that unnamed Metropolitan News. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, mean, I need to one. go.
1: Yeah. I'd probably it was, be appalled at what I sounded oh like. Oh, my right God. Then. Yeah,
0: both of us. I yeah. sounded like I was in a straitjacket. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, well, so know, it was before
1: we kind of, you know, yeah, before we got our lips. groove. Yes, yeah.
0: before we found our groove, yes.
1: Yes. So, uh, but yeah, Curiosity, up there for five years, um, and even after half a decade on the open train of Mars, Curiosity is working beyond the original expectations of its creators. The original mission, I guess, cost $2.5 with the B dollars and was only supposed to last two Earth years. Uh, but it's still going. It's up to five now. And although the robot's drill hasn't been working since last year, the missions team has been able to help slow down wear and tear on the rover by driving it over softer ground and just mm. kind of not taxing it as much. Uh, so they think maybe they can get a few more years out of it. Nice. So congratulations, Curiosity, and your fine team there at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory.
0: Curiosity wouldn't last on New York City streets.
1: Nah, strip for parts oh, and, please. you know, no time. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, this month also marks the 40th anniversary of another famous NASA mission, Voyager. Ah, nice. Yes, we remember this one. Yes, uh, we do. We, we've been around a while. Yes, we have. Uh, the first of two Voyager space probes was launched on August 20th, 1977, uh, on an original mission to visit the four giant outer planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Mm-hmm. I guess all of the planets were lined up in such a way that it only happened every 176 years. And so NASA figured out several years before we make these probes we're going to have this opening here right in 1977 and we shoot these probes out and Boy, they can them get these right out beautiful there. photos and that's pretty much exactly what they did uh, the voyager probes uh, which contain the famous golden record uh, describing yeah. life on earth uh, have sent back stunning uh, photography of its planetary flybys, and those things kept on going into interstellar space. They are still out there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the voyages, because there were two probes that were launched, and one of them I think is the longest running NASA mission ever, because they they count back to the planning stage, right. too, so it's kind of been going since like 1965. Uh, if you go way, 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 way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they um, they just keep going, and uh, they still communicate daily with NASA. And NASA is giving its fans an opportunity to communicate with the Voyager spacecraft. Really? Yes, there is a, a contest, because uh, NASA's been really good with the social media and getting yeah. people involved. And so they've got this thing where you can send a message to Voyager... This is from the NASA page describing the uh, event, but it says, Join NASA in celebrating the Voyager mission's 40 years of exploring space. Inspired by the messages of goodwill carried on Voyager's golden record, you're invited to send via social media a short, uplifting hashtag message to Voyager and all that lies beyond it. With input from the Voyager team and a public vote, one of these messages will be selected for NASA to beam into interstellar space on September 5, 2017, which is the 40th anniversary of Voyager 1's launch. Now, they had two Voyagers. They actually launched Voyager 2 before Voyager 1 because they had calculated right. when right. each one of them was going to get to the the planets. So, uh, Voyager 2 was the one that went up in August, and then Voyager 1 was launched in September of uh, 1977. So, all you have to do, and we'll have a link to the NASA mm-hmm. page here, where you just uh, type in your, your hashtag message to Voyager, what you want to tell uh, interstellar space, and so everyone is going to send their messages, and then NASA's going to pick one, and the one that they think, I guess, uh, represents humanity the most, will get beamed to Voyager to go with it as it travels farther and farther into interstellar space.
0: Of course, you know, this is the beginning of a bad sci-fi movie,
1: or maybe a good one. Yeah, or Bodie McBoatface is going <laughs> to get beamed up there.
0: <laughs> Where, you know, they beam the message, and it's intercepted by a hostile alien race, mm-hmm. and they get insulted by the message somehow. Because whatever they said is misinterpreted as a challenge, yes. and then they come and attack us from outer space.
1: And Jeff Goldblum and Jodie Foster have to save us. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. All right. I, I, well, we know how that movie ends, but um, nice. I thought that was kind of fun. And I had—I guess I had blocked it out that Voyager had been up there for forty years because I remember I was—I was young, but I remember when we were they wee la- it. we
0: were wee lads and a wee lass back then. Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: so so very excited because I remember we had to study the Golden Record in yep. school, yep. and I was like naked people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, naked people, uh, which was and well, the stuck with a lot of people. When they, wasn't there a Beatles? Yeah, snippet yeah, they too? had little little bits of yeah. this is human culture uh, yeah. that they had. And I hope the aliens who find it have a turntable. I was just going to say, kind of hard to find. Yeah,
0: exactly. I was going to say, how are they going to play this thing? Send them a stream. Yeah. You know what? They should shoot a USB stick up there.
1: Yeah, or just, you know, Spotify, you know, just that way. <laughs> oh, that's it. Just aim one of those satellites
0: in Adesivo and just shoot up a little Spotify stream.
1: Yeah. Maybe we're doing that and they just have to report it. This is Justin Bieber,
0: folks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't don't incinerate us. Despacito. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, And then, then you see like the alien fleet. Around, yeah,
0: That's what happens. You yeah. see?
1: So, uh, so very exciting there for Voyager. There's also a new p b s documentary airing on august the twenty third uh It's called the Farthest Voyager in space, and that chronicles a journey of the two spacecraft uh, to send home the first close ups of the giant planets and uh, to to bring messages about life on Earth to the stars and beyond. Moving across the pond uh, where they have privacy and stuff, (laughs) the government of the United Kingdom has released a statement of intent where it commits to updating and strengthening data protection laws for its citizens through a new data protection bill. We never get these things over here. We don't. Never. Research figures cited by the U.K. lawmakers show that more than 80 percent of people feel they do not have complete control over their data online. Really? And as a a government press release describes it, uh, quote, under the plan, individuals will have more control over their data by having the right to be forgotten and to ask for their personal data to be erased. This will also mean that people can ask social media channels to delete information uh, they posted in their childhood. The reliance on default opt-out or preselected tick boxes, which are largely ignored uh, to give consent for organizations to collect personal data, will also become a thing of the past, end quote. And then there's more in the story. But basically they're saying uh, to the social media companies, you can't sit on people's data forever. If someone has some embarrassing incident involving lampshades or toilet seats from college that they would like to be taken off social media, oh God, if only it was that only, could happen.
0: If only it was just lampshades and
1: toilet yeah. seats. Yeah, gentler examples. Yes, thank uh, you. So, so they Europe and, and the UK are really into, and I think this is why there's been so much legal conflict uh, with Google and Facebook and the yep. companies over there who have to comply to uh, not only these laws but hate speech laws as well. Right, right. Uh, because because things are different over on that side of the yes, Atlantic. Yes, indeed. Privacy. Yes. Uh, now back here on uh, this side of the ocean, uh, Google found itself in the unwanted spotlight after a male engineer wrote a ten-page internal uh. memo complaining about the company's diversity policies and listing his reasons why women don't make good engineers. According to Gizmodo, who had the entire memo—I think this was an internal memo that kind of, as they do, leaked out— Uh, According to Gizmodo, uh, quote, the author argues that women are underrepresented in tech not because they face bias and discrimination in the workplace, but because of inherent psychological differences between men and women. We need to stop assuming that gender gaps imply sexism, the guy writes, uh, going on to argue that Google's educational programs for young women may be misguided. Now, as you can imagine, um, many people, uh, not just women, had uh, something to say about this, and it made Google's vice president of diversity, integrity, and governance uh, have to issue a statement that said, in part... I found that uh, it advanced incorrect assumptions about gender. I'm not going to link to the manifesto here as it's not a viewpoint that I or this company endorses, promotes, or encourages. So – and I think this Google vice president had only been on the job for a couple of weeks uh, and then had to kind of jump into the fray. A few days after the memo was set loose in the wild, Google fired the author because he was found to, quote, violate our code of conduct and cross the line by advancing harmful gender stereotypes in our workplace, end quote. But that former employee is said to be exploring legal options. I don't know what recourse he has because I think Google is not a government agency no. and, and they can it fire who me, they want. This
0: is the whole thing. Again, the whole freedom of speech argument. Yeah. You're free to say whatever the heck you want in the United States of America. God bless us all. But you still got to suffer the consequences.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's and, a private company, dude. Yeah. And and I... I read most of the memo and I was like, you know, I've heard this before and people trying to use science to justify things. What I would I would not have fired the guy though. I would have maybe made him work very directly with female engineers and female coworkers mm-hmm. and Gee, it
0: wouldn't work. Really, that that would, wouldn't work. No, I know, bros.
1: Oh, so he, he would have out.
0: Oh, he would not this would not have worked. Once people believe this crap, this evolutionary psychology it's nonsense, just
1: burned into the it's just
0: one you know, it's just that's the stu- it's core beliefs. This yeah. is stuff that this guy has grown up believing. Yeah, you don't just so he ain't gonna change. Oh, no, no way. You don't just stumble on eugenics and stuff like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I would have tried, but no, but I know, so you're, no, you're, but, but you know, these things sometimes so. you just got to cut bait. Yeah, and and dipstick bros I was, is is douche a bad word. Ah, well, it's 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 a uh, the um it's drugstore a, it's, product. It's a
0: drugstore product, right? Yeah. A nozzle. So calling him a douche nozzle would not be a bad word. It wouldn't sacrifice our. Yeah, no, they're, our, they're in the
1: dictionary and, that, and the good there you one. Go. not the, the dictionary. Well, slime. this
0: douche nozzle obviously does not understand or does is, is so afraid of lady parts that you know this it's he's it's messed up his head. Yeah, it's messed up. This is what I've always said. Guys like that. Guys in general. We're just scared of lady parts. We we are just terrified,
1: deeply. Just really have to run into the treehouse.
0: Seriously, and- we have to like because lady parts scare us. This dude is a perfect example. They are powerful. They, yeah, there is no question about yeah. it.
1: But dude, you know, come yeah, on, man. It, it's uh, and and this is not a man bashing thing. Obviously, there are many oh, I'm, great I'm, men. I am tech- man bashing. Okay, you can man bash. I'll I mean, be- there is many great men, and, and a lot of it is, is the communication. You know, and th- this is a culture that has existed for. Forever. decades and decades Forever. and workplace culture takes time to evolve yes. and there are a lot of women who are rising up to those project include but the frustrating Girls who part, code i mean yes. they're starting to get more integrated the
0: frustrating part is i would bet any amount of money this guy is not my age do you know what i'm saying you
1: really think he, he might be uh, just a yeah really I, I, with I, these think ideas. I think he's probably on the younger
0: side i don't know who he is i have no idea i'm making a complete assumption here but I would not be surprised if he was on the younger side. If he's older, he's still a douche nozzle. Yeah. If he's younger, he's absolutely a douche nozzle considering the era he's grown up in. So yeah. that's my piece.
1: Yeah. So I guess he's... Uh, Clean tag. Yes. And uh, he's he's on the job market. There is a backlash <laughs> on Twitter uh, he's now. He's on the job market. Yes.
0: He's on monster.com yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. There's a Google manifesto hashtag where, where people who were offended that he was not given the right to air his views as they see it. They're trying to overload Google servers by making Google Drive accounts and filling them up. I mean, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on to try to get back at Google for this.
0: Right. Of course, I, 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 it reminds me of that whole Gamergate thing.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a, a section of the population that feels like they had the right to say everything, and then when there's backlash and it's all of a sudden there's ridiculous. backlash of the backlash. Yeah. So, so it it is unfolding, uh, but um, ho- hopefully uh, one day it uh, will be like Star Trek and everyone's equal and happy. we'll have cool yeah. uniforms and, and race, religion, right. gender, all of that. will just be, It's about what you do and how well you do it.
0: Don't fear the lady parts.
1: Yes. It could be our, our new <laughs> podcast <laughs> hashtag. Our new slogan. Yes. New I'll slogan. Pick James, hashtag fear the lady parts. don't
0: fear the lady parts. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. So um, – <laughs> Uh, regrettably, moving on from that. Oh, now, yeah. That was too
0: fun. That was too much fun. Uh, We're having too much fun on this Yes, but,
1: but still Google, uh, uh, and this part is going to make you sad, Uh-oh. so brace yourself. Sad
0: or scared?
1: Uh, probably sad and maybe a little mad. Okay.
0: But, um, Fair enough.
1: Because uh, I was ready
0: to brace myself. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, no. Uh, phone fans are buzzing over rumors regarding the company's upcoming Pixel 2 smartphone. Right. The Android Authority is among the sites tracking leaks and photos concerning the device, uh, which show screen bezels in a world where the competition is moving to the bezel-less world. So they're putting chunky bezels on here. And apparently uh, they are ditching the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack as well. What has Apple wrought? (sighs) Make a Bronx noise. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, Google. Yeah, no That's Pixel 2 for you. No, no
0: Pixel 2 for me? Yes. Um, it's a point of pride now.
1: It is. It's not,
0: mean. I'm not being a Luddite or anything like that. It's just a point of pride.
1: Well, plus you have 87 pairs of headphones. I do. That use that 3.5 millimeter jack.
0: Now, if if they maybe, maybe gave you an adapter where I didn't have to buy it and it didn't break in five seconds like the ones a that... A solid
1: adapter. Exactly. A
0: solid adapter, then maybe I won't be so ticked off. Or if... There was a standard that wasn't three point five. Then maybe,
1: yeah. but No, yeah. You, but you don't want to have like lightning headphones no. here mm-hmm. and USB micro, or or maybe they should give you a free pair of really expensive headphones. They should when you buy the phone. I think that's only fair. Yeah,
0: that's only fair. Well, no Pixel two for me.
1: Yes, uh, but for those who want an Android phone uh, that can put up with the rough and tumble of everyday life, mm-hmm. um, Samsung and AT and T have announced the Galaxy S eight Active model. The phone is a uh, got a metal frame and it's designed to be shock shatter and water resistant and also dust resistant too challenge accepted yes so you, and although they do have a little asterisk saying you uh-huh. know the the uh, shock and shatter you can only drop it from I think five feet and below uh, five feets not bad yeah because considering the the average height uh, so so metal frame there uh, the phone will be available in stores on August 11th in either meteor gray or titanium gold prices uh, do start at 850 so it's <laughs> Yeah, you pay a little bit for that uh, durability. Wowzers. Yeah, but it's supposed to be, you know, it's like those laptops that yeah, were yeah, like yeah. the tough hooks that were sort of ruggedized. I, l- I love those things. I used to yeah. have one of those. And this is kind of the phone. I guess they're, they're going for like the hikers and the runners and mm-hmm. people who may be bouncing this phone off the ground a couple of times or dropping it in the pool. Yeah. So, so, So it's there. And finally. And finally. For those who worry about drones, Uh, the Pentagon has given the U.S. military permission to track, disable, and destroy drones depending on the circumstances. There we go. There Uh, we go. This is when they fly over military installations uh, like your bases and and whatnot. Um, I can understand that. The exact terms of the policy are classified, but the order was issued last week, not long after the U.S. Army ordered its own troops to stop using drones made by the Chinese manufacturer DJI, which I think makes all the drones. Because of alleged cyber vulnerabilities. Oopsie. So I don't know if they're thinking maybe these drones are packing a little extra something. <laughs> no, while you're up there flying, no. let's just get <laughs> some data it. here exactly. or what. Well, we're but, here. Uh, but yeah, the I, I thought this might make you happy. It uh, does make uh, me If happy. a drone flies over an army base, uh, the Pentagon says, well, take it out. Skeet shooting time. Yeah. And I don't know if this will extend to uh, airports. uh uh, or anything, you know, because because there have been the, the constant problem of people flying yes. their hobbyist drones near runways, and that's a problem because pilots have reported seeing these things buzzing yeah. around. So, uh, I, I would if 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 they've got like the dogs that scare the geese off the runway, yeah, you know, may, maybe give the people minding the dogs, you know, you got to take that drone out, a little shotgun, yeah, a little shotgun. it could be action. fun for the whole family. Speaking
0: of airplanes, did you see this report about pilotless airplanes, pilotless
1: jets? Is this after we get driverless cars figured out? Or? <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. You couldn't pay me to get on a plane. I with think
1: no I, I kind of want a human override. I yeah. mean, I think autopilot. And I go back to the inflatable thing in airplane.
0: <laughs> nice um, airplane reference. Always gets yes. Yeah, so so,
1: so I, I'm not quite there yet yeah, as a either. as a traveler. Me
0: but you know where I am. Where are you? I'm at the point where we should thank the bros. Uh,
1: it is. It's time to thank the bros. Thank which you, bros. means we're at the end of the show.
0: Yes, we are at the end of the show. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they'll build
1: it. Yes, and thank you, listeners, for uh, downloading, Absolutely. streaming us, uh, putting up with us each and every week. Uh, and our shenanigans. Yes, we appreciate you taking the time uh, out of your lives Absolutely. to uh, listen to us. Yes, indeed. So, uh, until next week, when we are back with more, uh, and there will be more, because yes, there's there always be more. more. There's always more. Yes, I am J.D. Beersdorfer.
0: And I'm Pedro. Rosado.
1: Everyone have a perfectly lovely week, and remember the defenders.
0: Defender!